Hey guys and gals, welcome back to a brand new episode of Simmer Down with Viv. I am excited about this week's topic. But first and foremost, before we dive right in, I want to talk about last week's. How did we like our second boss lady? Did we all enjoy that conversation? I personally love it because it puts a face behind a brand that I am truly passionate about, material. And come on, Eunice as a person is hands down just simply amazing. She's so well balanced. She's the definition of work-life balance, badass mom, badass boss, and of course, taking that leap of faith in herself and trusting herself and making sure all her ducks were in a row before making that leap. So hands down to Eunice again. Thank you for being a guest. If those who have not had a chance to listen to it, be sure to tune into the episode. I really love the Boss Lady Hustle series and I'm continuing to get many, many, many great guests coming your way. It just takes a little time in terms of everyone's schedule and then of course editing it and all that jazz, but it is coming there's going to be so many great people we are going to be hearing from. Okay, but before we get too caught up in that, let's talk about this week's topic. And it is because of the Boss Lady series, and I've been getting so many DMs from you guys in emails. I wanted to talk more about getting you guys inspired and, of course, mentorships. I feel like that's a big, big topic, whether it's being a mentor to someone or being a mentee to someone those relationships are pretty much similar it's just your role in there um I have to say that I have mentors I have a few of them and I look for their guidance when I definitely feel like I'm stuck or I'm not growing in the way that I want um but then I also have some mentees that I help for both personal as well as professional but more professional and because I understand the dynamics of both relationships and both roles I feel like it makes me a stronger mentor and a better mentee because I understand and I'm really in touch with how that person might feel giving the advice and how that person might feel receiving the advice so it's a really really delicate balance um, but it is very useful and I want to talk about some of the signs of having a good mentor because yes you can have a mentor but some of them can be bad and you unfortunately have to experience it but I'm hopeful that I'm giving you these tips and then you guys can notice if you have a bad mentor and stay away from them and how you guys can seek out that better mentor and if you're a mentor to someone how you understand you know how to help your mentee grow and more importantly sometimes when some people ask you to be their mentor, it might not fit like personality or schedule or anything like that. So it is important to be true to the process. And of course, everyone should be learning from it because it is a process and you got to trust the process like they say. Okay, so I feel like I should start on the looking for a mentor first because I feel that I have had both good mentors and bad mentors and then it had really shaped me in being the mentor I want to be. So let's start with the bad first, right? Well, actually, let's start with how you find a mentor and why you need a mentor. So having a mentor is important. And I've always heard the term, even in college, like you're going to meet these people that's going to mentor you in life. And I was like, well, what what does men- mentoring me in life mean? Like, are they kind of like a, you know, like a guide scene dog? They're going to see things before I can kind of situation. And yes. They are. They've usually experienced something, mainly in your field first, so your industry, your field, whatever you want to call it. And when I went into the culinary space, I looked at chefs because what better person to look through because they've been through it. So being a chef, even though everyone calls themselves 
a chef being a chef in a restaurant that means you have to climb the rank so usually you start at like garmanger and then you like you work up to like saute and then like grill and then line cook and then sous chef chef de partie um chef de cuisine and then like you keep continuing these ranks and then by the time you come to a chef role you have gone through all of those stages so you should be able to understand how each position should be done the right way or some issues that might come up in that position for example in a restaurant if you're doing garmanger which is usually like cold apps and like salads and stuff you probably also are in charge of doing the mousse bouche which is a little greeting treat of some sort when you get in there to like wake your palate so you know that a it's probably entry level most likely if not an intern's doing it and it's very overwhelming because everyone is wanting their apps first and you have to make these mousse bouche so as a mentor they can help you like hey if you have salads like table one has salad table three has salad and table five has salad you can wait to group them together depending on party size and like little tips like this will help you manage your line better and manage your tickets better and then eventually work up to the next station next station next station and then at the end of the day you guys are just one big band that is having conductor which is usually the chef telling exactly what to do what tickets to be fired and things like that so it was really important to me to have a mentor and a chef that understood how it was and that's why I chose Anita Lowe chef Anita Lowe was my first mentor and that's because a she is an Asian American woman she's a woman more importantly and that believe it or not that was really hard to find more than a decade ago Female chefs were really underrated. They weren't appreciated as much. And it wasn't like how it was now. I mean, nowadays it's still pretty hard, but females are getting more recognition and people are willing to support women more. And that is amazing. So I knew I wanted a female chef and I wanted to learn under one of the best. So Anita Lowe was my person. And during that process, I learned so much from her because she was able to really elevate very traditional ingredients that I was used to seeing at home growing up and elevate them into fine dining and I learned how to like season things properly cook things properly all of the basic techniques that I've learned in culinary school but brought them into real life real cooking life and there was also another mentor that I was not seeking but believe it or not I worked really closely with my sous chef Titus because he was really in the trenches with me he would cook on the line with me and I remember I would pick his brain like like tickets for example I was like it's so overwhelming and I have like or nightmares I go home and I hear a ticket and he's just like it's okay it gets easier and sometimes a fellow line cook that's higher in the line can help you because they've experienced that experience way more like it's more fresh in their mind so a chef I'm learning their menu planning their plating all of that and then with the fellow line cook I was able to really understand that is normal it's sometimes your mentor could just be someone that talks to you and like listens to you and understands that what you're going through is hard but hey everyone's done it and it's part of the process again and just paying your due situation so it was really really important and to this day I still remain contact for both Alina and Titus I actually talked to Titus more and I know like we don't really talk about work as much but right now like seeing him and his family continue to grow is really amazing because we were on the line together and we always look back at that time and was like wow we like we were young and all we cared about was like work 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 and we didn't even think about anything else and because of that experience I also gained a really really good friend so sometimes your mentors 
can be very close in age with you and then sometimes your mentors can be you know much older than you but at the end of the day it's someone that you are seeking guidance from and I think it's really important that you also respect this person because if you don't respect them then it's much harder to understand and like digest the information and the knowledge that they have for you so after that experience I left restaurant and I joined corporate world as you guys know and I have to say I've had some amazing mentors that I never expected to be my mentor because our paths are so different in terms of career and then I have some people that I really expected to be my mentor to be there because they seemed very like warm in the beginning or they seemed very like they wanted to mentor me and actually they they didn't want to mentor me they were actually trying to sabotage me the whole time and like and take opportunities away from me when I express interest in it so you have to be careful you have to be smart enough to recognize those red flags and let me tell you those red flags you're like I don't know what the red flags are they do it enough you're going to take a step back and say that's not normal or that's that doesn't seem right something in your gut's going to tell you it's also important to have more than one mentor I have this day I have about like five and everyone is different and I don't it's not like a cross-reference kind of thing but I know if I have a mentor that knows more about the business I ask them for advice and then if I need a mentor for life situations I go to them so everyone is different and I value them and at the end of the day their advice and their opinion has a certain weight to me so I I take it and I take it very personal and I understand that I truly think that they want the best for me so it's great it's really really helpful and also very fulfilling to have such a strong amazing supportive group of people that just want to see you succeed in life and it's it's awesome. So how do you find a good mentor? Well, I wrote up a few things that I've looked for and some similarities between my mentors and I wanted to share that with you guys. So then hopefully you will have just as much luck finding your person or your people to help you grow professionally and sometimes personally. So first off, sign number one, their willingness to share their skills, knowledge, and expertise. This is extremely useful because I've had to ask my mentor how to speak up for myself. And I mean asking for more money, asking for a raise. It is very intimidating to ask for more money, even though you know you've worked hard for it. And you're like, I deserve it. But my mentor was like, I have no doubt you deserve it. But why? You have to justify and explain why. What is it about your work? What is it about your experience? What is it about your skill set that values this? And why does the company want to pay you more money? And you never think of it like that. But it's true they can't just be giving out checks left and right you need to justify it and I would go back and forth and say well well and she goes well well do you want it or do you not want it you have to be confident you have to say it say I deserve this and I deserve and I know I deserve it not just I deserve it but I know I deserve it because and if you ask for it whether or not you get it's one thing but speaking up for yourself and having that courage is so important because you are giving your issues a voice and you know your worth and you know your value and they know that you know that. So it, it is important that they don't feel like they just give you whatever money and you're satisfied. Which brings me to my next point. You're like, when do I know when to leave? And sometimes your mentor can tell you, honestly, I think you've outgrown your position. I feel like you've outgrown this company. I think it's time to, to move on. And sometimes when you're in something, you don't get to recognize it. Luckily, your mentor can help you figure that out and then help you resume writing 
or even figure out what next steps are like what are you passionate about how do you move forward in your career maybe in the same path maybe it's just like the next roll up or you can leave it all together and try to figure out what you're really really happy about so your mentor should be very truthful and honest with you in terms of your growth. Another great tip about a mentor, I feel like this is one of the most important, is their attitude. Your mentor should be excited to talk to you. And I'm not saying if they're busy and they're like, can we meet again? Can we meet again? And they push back your meeting. That doesn't mean they're not excited. That means they're busy. But you have to make sure you continue to ask and ask in a nice way and not get frustrated because at the end of the day your mentor is probably a busy and important person I know two of my mentors they're very very hard to track down I like hardly see them I have their cell phone numbers I text them when it's something super important and I'm like I really need to talk to you can we please grab coffee and it might just be 15 minutes or we might just jump on a call when they have like five minutes from the train station to the office but I get on that call with them and I make sure I make the most of it and they do as well their attitudes are always so positive and they're like yes we're gonna do this we're gonna figure it out together it's kind of like a motivational speaker or a life coach kind of situation but also giving you really valuable advice because again they've been through it so attitude is everything and attitude comes from both sides so you can expect to be a Debbie Downer and that's not to say you could be sad or you could be frustrated in your situation but you can still handle yourself and your emotions in a very positive way so then your mentor can also receive that and give you the best feedback and the best use of both your times so positive attitude enthusiastic those are great 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 attributes and great attitudes to have for both you as a mentee and your mentor to have towards you. And the last great tip about my mentors are they push me. They push me out of my comfort zone sometimes. They don't let me be static. And it is terrifying because sometimes I'm like, no, 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 it's good. And they're like, is it? Is it? What are what are you still learning? What are you still learning? That's the number one question I get that across all the boards from mentors. And it is, I'm like, I um, yeah, I'm, I'm learning. And they're like, well, what is it? And I can't say it. And they know it is time to either find a new project or find a new position or find a new company. Or it just opens a dialogue where you're like, I need to be challenged more. What can I do to continue my growth and be challenged? And you are just keeping yourself on your toes and not being too comfortable. Because that's what my mentor told me. Like you do not ever want to be too comfortable because when you're comfortable, it's time to leave. Yeah, it's true. You need to always push yourself and you always need to make sure you are doing the best you can. Because, hey, your company hired you for a reason, right? And you wanted to work for that company for a reason. My mentor is always telling me, remember why you interviewed for that job? You put your best foot forward and you should still put your best foot forward. And sometimes if you're not, then it's time to make some changes. So your mentor should be truthful to you and your mentor should always push you to grow. And more importantly, this is like a bonus tip, is you have to be truthful with your mentor. Don't tell them something or sugarcoat something because you want them to think of you in this light. You are not doing anyone any favors, including your mentor. Your mentor is there to help you and guide you. So if you're like, yeah, everything is fine. I'm doing like so great at work and you're not, how are they going to help you? How are they going to actually make you do better? So always be truthful, even though sometimes it does suck. It's fine. You're going to get through it. They're going to help you. Okay, signs of a bad mentor. This is important. This is There's not a lot of them, but I have had one. And let me tell you, one was plenty. So she 
was a person that portrayed herself to be very warm and motherly. However, she was not. She's very manipulative and she was also extremely two-faced. So to me, she would say, you know, this company's really bad. You need to get out of here. Here are some competitors. I can hook you up with them. Meanwhile, I was like, I really want to grow here. Is, is there some other learning opportunities or some workshops that I can sign up for or even classes that the company offers? And she would say, no, you know, upper management doesn't really like you here. Or she's upper management wouldn't understand this. It's never going to be a place where you should grow. So you should leave. You should just like figure out something else. And I don't know what made me stick around, but I'm like, no. And I had conversations with upper management. I expressed that I did want to continue to grow. And they seemed friendly and very professional. So for some reason, I stuck around. And I remember I would talk to other colleagues and just ask them for their advice. I'm like, how did you get a promotion? Or how did you, you know, create this own path for yourself? And people were like, you, it's fine. Like, you're, people like you and you're doing a good job. You just have to continue doing it. Maybe like read magazines or read other kind of sources so then you can finesse your skill set better. And I did that. And I remember when I I was confident enough to develop a recipe, she tore it apart. She was saying, I couldn't write. I don't understand the format. It does not our style. But I actually followed everything in the style guide that we have and everything in terms of like the template. So I knew that was a huge red flag. Like this person did not have my best interest and all they wanted to do was get me out or make me look bad. So I kept my distance from this person and I just started channeling my energy to look for better mentors that can actually help me and also I asked colleagues who were developers if they can help me read and edit my recipes and then figure out what I could do better and they did and those people again are still part of my life and they really helped guide me through that really sticky situation. I was able to leave that department that person was no longer part of the department or the company and I was able to continue my growth but I'm very grateful for those mentors that helped me because without them I think I would have been lost and I don't know where I would have been so they know who they are and they are big supporters of this podcast as well because they are just very supportive in everything I do so thank you thank you thank you so now let's switch gears a little let's talk about how to be a good mentee so I've been mentoring two people on a regular for about eight years now and I have to say it is very very fulfilling sometimes it is hard because I do want to shake them and go no 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 this is not the right way to do it please stop don't do this red sign red flag but I also understand as a mentor you have to let them grow you have to let them understand how it is and experience it firsthand so again it's that delicate delicate line So what does it mean to be a good mentee? Well, they take guidance well. They ask for guidance, and that's the number one thing. They come to me with problems. A lot of it's professional, trying to figure out what their career is and what they can do from being an intern to freelancing and how to navigate the freelance world and then hopefully being staffed somewhere, whether it's with our company or not. So asking for guidance, I feel like it's really important. And When you ask for your mentor for help, you should come up with somewhat of a timeline of your own. You shouldn't just go in blank and be like, I need help. Because as a mentor, I'm going to ask you, well, what is that you want to do? And I hate when people say, I want to be this person. You cannot be a person. You need to see what you like about that person and that role that they're in. If it's their attitude that you really like, 
then for sure you look into what is it that they do that makes them happy and how they feel fulfilled, therefore they are happy. If it's the role, you figure it out what similarities you guys have. If you guys don't have similarities in terms of skill set, then how do you get those skill sets? The great thing about today's world, it's the internet. You literally can go online and search for anything and watch videos or read something and figure out what that is. And then you can come back with a timeline or an idea of how to achieve those goals. So when my mentors ask me, I want to be X, I'm like, how are we going to be X? Have you searched this? What does it mean to be this position? What, what are the skill sets? What is the salary? What is the responsibilities? And a lot of times they're like, well, I like that, like, for example, food styles. I like that they make food look pretty. Well, do you know how to cook the food? Because it's not just coming from nowhere. These people have a certain skill set and they're able to apply it. And I'm not saying that I can't teach you. Of course I can teach you, but you also have to do some of the work yourself. So let's go figure out what it is, what your weaknesses are, work on those, and then we will continue to grow more skills and hopefully you will get to the next step. But it does take time and you have to be patient. And also as a mentee, I feel like you have to be open. You have to be open to the vice. You have to try it out, at least give it some time. Because if you're like, no, it's not going to work. How do you know it's not going to work? When my mentor tells me something, I never say, no, I did that. Or no, I'm not going to try that. No, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to try it again. Or I'm going to do it for X amount of time. And then we can do a touch base. You have to be open. You have to give yourself time to grow. Because you do not learn to run before you learn to crawl, right? So that's very similar. You got to learn a good foundation and then you're able to move forward from there. So be kind to yourself too. Give yourself the time to learn a skill set to get good at it and then eventually apply it to something. And then you can get to your next step. Another thing I look for when I have a mentee is are they driven? I think it's really important. I'm not here to just give you everything, like answers, because I don't have all the answers. But are you able to look for questions that you want? You're, are you driving the situation? Are you driving this mentorship? How? Where do you want to go? I can't mentor you unless you have an idea. And I don't mean a three-year plan. I don't mean a five-year plan. I don't mean a 10-year plan. But what is it that you want to do in a six-month term? Three months. You need to have short goals and then we can reach it together and then eventually we can continue to carve out your path. But I really cannot stand when I have some people that just come to me and just say, tell me, tell me how is it to be what you do? Well, I can't, I don't know what is that you can do and what is that you cannot do. So be the driver. As a mentee, you should be driving the situation. As a mentor, I am sitting next to you in the passenger seat and I am helping you navigate. So that is a good analogy that you guys should remember when you are being a mentee. It's your career path, it's your life. I'm just here to help out. And the last thing is to listen. As much as I am giving you my time and helping you with your problems, you have to be a listener and an active listener. And I feel like this applies to also being a good mentor because if you're not listening, you're not gonna receive anything. So when someone is telling you something useful, even if you're like halfway through, you're like, this doesn't make sense for me or this isn't, like let them finish their thought and let them explain things in its entirety. And then you can come back and say, okay, well, 
this makes this part makes sense to me and I can apply it to my life but this other part I don't can we custom this to make it fit but you have to listen because again it's part of the process it is so important it's a two-way street and if everyone's talking on top of each other no one's listening and no one's growing and no one's getting the help they need and definitely not the mentoring experience so regardless of being a mentor or being a mentee the most important thing about this experience is to remember that it is a relationship. So you have to treat this relationship with respect and you have to respect each other's time, each other's perspective, and most importantly, respect each other. You chose to speak to this person and this person chose to listen to you. So always maintain open communication and always check in with each other because sometimes you can't just reach out to someone when you have problems. A mentorship can also be a friendship. Be sure to remember that person is a person first and that person has feelings. If you're always just asking them for help and not checking in on them, see how they're doing. Or or when you're reaching out, don't just be like, I need help. I need you to figure this out for me. No. Be like, hey, how are you? Can we talk? Be open, but also be kind. And of course, be courteous. I hope you guys found this episode to be useful and filled with insight because I know some of you have DM'd me and it's very kind and it's very sweet asking me to be your mentor to figure out what is it to do for life and I can't connect with you guys as much as I would want to. I do try to get back as much as possible with the DMs giving you guys advice. However, the mentees that I personally have, I try to give them as much attention as possible and help them. I actually have an intern at work and I also help them grow as much as they can but I also have to work full time, I have to travel sometimes and you know how life can be just crazy. So please do feel free to continue to DM me or email me with questions and like of course I'm happy to help mentor some of you but look at your inner circle. I'm sure there's people in your life and using these tips you guys can find fantastic mentors in your life and they can help you out and I'm sure they will get back to you a lot faster than I can okay who's getting hungry because I am this is all really filling in our lives but let's fill those bellies and this is an extra treat recipe for you guys because I love it I'm all about filling and making you sure you guys feel full but I also like to have a little fun so it's perfect time for a mashup that's why <laughs> This week's recipe is going to be a stuffed chicken wing. What? Yes, stuffed chicken wing. So I basically deboned the midsection of a chicken wing and I stuff it with some kimchi fried rice and then I fry it up and it is heavenly. It's amazing. You guys have to check it out. You can eat it as is. You can dip it with some gochujang. You can dip it with some sriracha. You can dip it with some ranch. You can eat it like a regular wing. But let me tell you, once you go this way, you're not going to go back to regular wings because it is that damn good. I promise you. So my hope for you is eat some of these wings. Find a good mentor. Actually, share these wings with your new mentor, your new mentee. And I promise you both will be feeling filled from inside out. It's been a pleasure as always. And I will talk to you guys next week. Simmer Down with Viv is produced by me, Vivian Chan, and Tracy Gishkin from With You Media. For more information, visit Simmer Down with Viv on Instagram, With You Media on Instagram, or SimmerDownWithViv.com and WithYouMedia.com. Material has everything for your kitchen, from cutting boards to tools and my favorite, knives. Say hello to the trio, the 8-inch chef's knife, a 6-inch serrated knife, and a 4-inch almost knife.
three knives that you're going to need no matter where you are or what you do. Check out materialkitchen.com or material on Instagram. Use promo code SIMMERDOWNWITHVIV for 10% off your next purchase. Stay sharp, guys and gals.